Hey guys, welcome to the Lanes Podcast. Another episode back for you guys. Basketball one today, guys. So it's going to be, obviously we all know, the playing set. We're going to have our matchups. I'm going to go through the playing, who I think is going to win the first and second round of that playing. And then we're going to go into our first round predictions. So guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. So now we all know the plane has been set. The teams are going to be versing each other. So I'll go through the Eastern Conference first. All right, the seedings, all right, and the standings were first seed was Miami Heat. Second seed was Boston Celtics. Third seed was Milwaukee Bucks. Fourth seed was Philadelphia. Fifth seed was Toronto, who jumped up. And then sixth seed was the Chicago Bulls. And then in the plane, seventh seed was Brooklyn. So they went from 10th to 7th versus Cleveland. And then who were the eighth seed? Ninth seed, Atlanta, and the 10th seed, the Charlotte Hornets. So I'll break down the first one, the 9v10 seed. So this is basically a sudden death matchup. Whoever wins that game will verse the loser of the 7v8 seed. My prediction for this game, I think it's actually going to be an entertaining game because I really think Charlotte and Atlanta can't really play a lot of great defense. So I think it'll be a pretty high-scoring game. And for me, it just depends who's going to have the better game between LaMelo and Trey Young. If LaMelo has a better game and he gets his teammates involved and they really flourish, I think Charlotte can definitely beat him. But on the flip side, if Trey just goes off, I don't think there's anybody on that Charlotte team that can stop him. So it really it really matters who, who on that team starts better. If LaMelo starts better for Charlotte, I think Charlotte will win. But if Atlanta, if sorry, if Trey starts better for Atlanta, then I actually think that Atlanta will win. If I had to choose right now who would win, I would say... Oh, geez, this is this is actually really really tough. This one because I just don't know. I would say I'm thinking Atlanta only because they were in the playoffs last season and they kind of know how to get the job done. And I think for one game you got to be really really into it. So I think Atlanta will probably get the win. I still think Charlotte's a bit too young, but in saying that, youth for, for Atlanta last year they had all the youth and they didn't have any experience and that actually worked in their favor. So maybe Charlotte could get the win, but I'll go. I'll go Atlanta because I think Trey Young will just have a bit, bit more of a. I think Trey's a bit safer, safe, more of a safe bet than Lamella at this time in their careers. So I'll go Atlanta will win the ninth seed, the the nine v ten playing game. Now the seven v eight game, I think it's going to be pretty much a hard game for Cleveland. You know, I just don't see them being able to beat Brooklyn, especially without. Jared Allen, he's still out, so I really think that Brooklyn might give him a bit of a give him a bit of a, a smacking here. I I wouldn't be surprised if, if if Cleveland really give him a you know a good shake in the first second quarter, but I just think you know who's going to stop KD for them and Kyrie? It's it's going to be a tough game for them, so I really think Brooklyn is going to handle them quite easily. And I think you know for Cleveland, whatever happens this season, it's a successful season. I thought they were going to be absolutely trash this season. I didn't think they were going to be that good at all. So for them to make the plane, I think it's actually a successful season. I think JB Biggerstaff, if he was able to have his team healthy, and they were that three seed for a long period of time, you know, for about two or three weeks, nearly a month there, I think that he would have had a real good shot of winning that Coach of the Year award. Now, I don't think he'll win it now, especially because they've dropped to the seven, to the eight seed. 
But I still think it's a, success, it's a successful season for them. And I really think, you know, next year they could be in the top six for sure. I definitely think they can be in the top six. I definitely think that they have one of the best young cores. And Evan Mobley, I think, for a lot of people, is going to be a superstar in this league. I think he's going to, I think he's going to be really, really good. But I will go Brooklyn will win the 7v8 seed. Now, with that being said, that means Charlotte would be eliminated. And then Cleveland would versus Atlanta for that last spot in the playoffs. And I think Atlanta would get would get Cleveland because I think Atlanta would have that momentum and Cleveland wouldn't, obviously. And I just think Trey would is the best player in that in that out of both teams. And I think that he would get them rolling, he'll get them starting. Now Cleveland would have the home court advantage, so that could work to their favour, obviously, but I just think Atlanta would have a bit more juice coming in. I think Atlanta will steal that 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 last playing seed. So I'll go. Atlanta will go into the will go into the Miami Heat's first round series, and then Brooklyn will versus the Boston Celtics. Now I'll go into the West. The playing's there. So the eight seed, so the seventh seed, sorry, was Minnesota. The eight seed was LA. Ninth seed was LA Clippers. Ninth seed was the New Orleans Pelicans, and the tenth seed was the San Antonio Spurs. Just before I get into it. Is the LA Lakers not even making the play-in, right, the play-in, the single-handedly most disappointing team ever? Now, I might put a, I'll put a poll up before this podcast drops so you'll be able to vote on the poll, but I actually think that it, it, it definitely might be. It definitely might be the worst because on paper, that team had Russ, LeBron, AD. That's a big three. That's a definitely big three. And they had some, you know, they had Carmelo, they had Dwight Howard, they had a lot of these players, you know, so it, it could definitely be, pardon me, the worst, sorry, not the worst, the most disappointing team ever in, 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 in NBA history, in NBA history. But that's another hero there. I'm actually glad they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't deserve it at all. They didn't even deserve to be in the plane. So moving on to them, 7-8 seed, Minnesota at LA. I think this will be the toughest game in the play-in, in the play-in. I actually think that even though Minnesota's had the better season, they have the better record, I actually think LA Clippers are going to win this game. I actually really think LA are going to game plan really well, and I just think that they have they have a better coach, I would say, and then they have way more experience than Minnesota. Now, for Minnesota to be the seventh seed, and their record was 46-36, and 36, you know, so they, they're at 5-6-1, I think that's a successful season, sorry, I think that's a successful season for them because I didn't expect them to be in the seventh seed. I didn't expect them to be 10 games over. So I would actually think whatever happens to Minnesota, I think they'll still make the playoffs. But whatever happens, I think it is a successful season. So I think, going back to my prediction, I think LA Clippers are going to win that one. So I think LA will go straight into versing the Memphis Grizzlies. And I think for Memphis, that's the team they probably don't want to verse, which is LA because LA have all the experience. LA know how to get the win. And there's rumblings. There's massive rumblings that Kawhi might come back. Now, if Kawhi comes back, I had to see how he plays, obviously. But if Kawhi comes back, it can be dangerous. Because Paul George came back, dropped 30. Looks really good, really strong. Looked like the closer that they just needed. And if LA and if LA get you know Minnesota, Memphis and they, they, still, they still won game at their home court, or they get both games at Memphis' home court... We could see Memphis going out in the first round, but that all depends if Kawhi comes back. But I still think without Kawhi, I still think LA will beat Minnesota. So I have LA going straight into that 2v7 seed. 
Now we have the 9v10 seed, which is New Orleans versus San Antonio. I think this would be a tough game, but I have I have New Orleans actually getting the win here. I just think New Orleans are playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of energy. You know, you look at, you know, the back end of their of their season, 36 and 46 after starting 1 and 12. You know, they've done a really really good job here, and I think Willie Green, he deserves a lot of credit here because he's he's doing this without their best player in Zion Williamson. Now, Zion Williamson, would they be better with him? Absolutely, they would, be be- they would be better with him. But they've actually learned now how to play without him. So when he comes back next season, I think it's actually a really good omen for them because now that they can play without him, they can understand how to gel. And then when he comes in, they can just build off of him. You know, Zion will come in and he'll play that role energy, super, super high intensity. And then, you know, Brandon Ingram can get his touches. Jonas Valanciunas has been a really good player for them can get his touches. Herbert Jones has been one of the rookie finds this season. You know, I think David Griffin was would have gotten fired. I definitely think he would have gotten fired this this offseason if they didn't make the play. And I think he's actually saved his ass a little bit here because he's done a pretty good job. You know, he also went out and got CJ McCollum, who's a really good piece for them. So if Zion comes back into this team, they've got Devontae Graham, who they do like, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Herbert Jones, Zion, Jonas Valanciunas, Jose Alvarado's been playing really good for them too. You know, they've got they've got some they've got some decent some decent players there. I still don't think they're super deep, and I think, you know, even if they make the playoffs, they they're gonna get, you know, beaten pretty well. But they've got some alright players. You know, Jackson Hayes has been playing for them way more. But I just think that they're playing with a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and I actually really like that. They also have Larry Nance too. So I think they have a you know a really good shot at making at beating San Antonio, and I, I definitely think they'll beat San Antonio. So that means that they'll versus the loser of the 7 feet 8 seed. So that would be, for me, New Orleans versus Minnesota. And I have Minnesota beating New Orleans. I actually just think that Minnesota will have that energy. They'll have that bounce. It'll be at their home ground too. I think that they'll get the job done and they'll get the win. And I really think it's actually good to see different teams in this bubble, I mean, in this playing tournament, because it's actually really good to see the young guys because both teams are, you know, fairly young, fairly young, I would say. It's good to see young teams get a shot and get a go. That you know, Minnesota kind of reminds me a little bit of Memphis last season. They obviously don't have the camaraderie as Memphis, but they're a young team on the up, on the come up. You know, a, a new coach coming in, putting his little style into that. So I think it's really good for the NBA to get different teams in. But I would say Minnesota will make that last seed, and that means they'll go into versing the Phoenix Suns. Now, I'll go into my first-round predictions. I'll go first, the first the eight seed. I won't go super in-depth because I know sometimes it can get a little bit dragging on. First the eight seed would be, for me, obviously we had Miami, okay, go in, and then it would be versus the Atlanta Hawks. I think that's, that, that series will be a pretty much whitewash. I think that Miami are destined to have a really, really deep run in these playoffs. So I would say, because the reason why because it's actually worked really well for them with the way it's ended out, because they could have they could have maybe versed Brooklyn in that first round, and then second round they could have had to verse Milwaukee, but they won't have to now, which is fantastic for them. So I actually think that Miami is going to make you know a really deep run here. So I think Atlanta, they'll probably beat them in five to six games. I'll, I'll be generous and say six games, but I think... Kyle Lowry is going to have a really big role in this in this play in playoff series. I think Bam is going to be super super important for them, and I really think that everything that they do 
Miami is just going to be, you know, coaching wise, is just going to be a clear cut. The word I'm not, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say, but their coaching is just going to be much better. Their game plan is going to be much better. Their in-game adjustments is going to be just much better. So I think six games at best. I wouldn't be shocked if they get if they get if they sweep Atlanta or they go five. But I'll be generous and say they'll beat Atlanta in six games. Now we have the two v seven seed, which would be Boston versus Brooklyn, and I think Boston have got the short end of the stick here because they've been really really good second half of the season. They might be the best team the second half of this NBA season you know, after All Star break. But they've actually come in and they've gotten probably the worst, you know, possible matchup, I would say, in getting Brooklyn. Now, I think for Boston, having a home court advantage, it obviously helps. And it's actually a really good storyline because now Kyrie has to go into their home court. You know, obviously him leaving Boston a couple of years ago. So I actually really like the storyline. The storyline will be good. And you kind of got KD versus Jason Tatum, who some people are saying, you know, it's kind of like a baby KD, but no one's like KD. Sorry, if you ask me, no one's like KD at all. KD's KD. I don't think we've ever seen a player like KD. But, you know, you've you got a good storyline. You know, you've got, you know, the defense in Boston. Will they be able to stop KD and, and, all of, and all of that? But I think Boston have done a really good job. But I just think that Brooklyn having KD, Kyrie, it's just going to be a bit too much for them. I think it's going to be a bit too much for them. And I think... All you have to do is kind of just like, all right, let's get, if we want to get a quick bucket, let's just go get KD, quick ISO or quick coming, coming off an off ball so he can get a switch on an offensive, on a defensive player and just letting him go to work. And them not having Robert Williams, it's a big loss for them. Boston, sorry. It's a big loss for them. And I just don't think that they can come back from that. So I would say I have Brooklyn winning in six games. I have them winning six games. It definitely could go seven this series, but I have six games. And apparently there was a rumor coming out that Ben Simmons could possibly play. So if that's a thing too, it could either be a really, really positive for Brooklyn or a real negative because they haven't played with each other. Obviously, they're training with each other. I get that. But, you know, it, training's different to playing. It's it's so different. So I just want to say if Ben Simmons comes back, I think it'll be a bit of a hindrance. So if he comes back, I think Boston could win. But I think how it is now, just having those clear two, those clear-cut two guys that you know you're going to go to, I think Brooklyn wins in six games. Now, I'll move on to the 3v6 seed. I think this is going to be maybe a sweep. If not a sweep, maybe five games. That is Milwaukee versus Chicago. Chicago is just not healthy, man. And then and, and them not having Lonzo, it's going to be tough. I think Milwaukee are primed for a deep playoff run too. I think Milwaukee beats them in four to five games. There's not a lot to be said there. I just think Milwaukee's just going to get it done. Now, the best player in that series is obviously Giannis. Who's going to guard Giannis for them against Chicago? I don't know. If, if it's Patrick Williams, cool, but he's still coming back from injury. So I just think that, yeah, I, I really think Milwaukee's going to give it to him, give it to him pretty easily. So I'll move on now to my 4 feet 5 seed. That's the Philadelphia 76ers versus Toronto Raptors. This one I'm excited about. I'm super excited about this one. I think Philadelphia are in trouble. I think they're in trouble. I think that they didn't want to verse... Milwaukee in the first round, and they didn't want to verse Toronto in the first round, and they've gotten Toronto. Now, if they were to verse Chicago, I think they would have brained them because no one would have been, no one would have been able to stop Joel Embiid. But Nick Nurse, let's let's not forget, Nick Nurse was able to beat Golden State. He was able to beat Giannis with Milwaukee. Obviously, he did have Kawhi there. Let's not let's be honest. But I think he's a super smart coach, and I think he's already got game plans of how to contain Joel. But if he doesn't contain Joel, 
maybe he does. You know what? We'll let Joel get his get his points, but we won't let anybody else get their points. Or we'll let Harden get his points, but we won't let Joel get his points. And I just think that Philadelphia, they're not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about them. I just think that they're not that good. I don't think they're that good. I think they have maybe a top five two, a top five top two duo, but I just think their supporting cast is not as good as what people are actually thinking. Tyrese, good player. Tobias, good player. But Tobias can't be a fourth option. He has no idea how to do that. He doesn't even know how to be a third option, to be quite honest. When he's thriving, he's a second option, first option. And he's not that on this team. He is definitely not that on this team. And I went into length last podcast. I just don't think that they're going to fit. So I actually think Toronto are going to win this in six games. And I think you'll see an implode from Philadelphia. And you could possibly see Doc Rivers get fired. Because Philadelphia want to win and they need to win. Because this trade they did was a win-now trade. It is a definite win-now trade. And if they don't win now, what are they going to do? Because they've they've given away a lot of assets to get James Harden. You know, obviously Ben Simmons, they, he didn't want to be there. But you had to give him away. And you had to give up Seth Curry. Seth Curry was a massive, massive asset for that team. So I'm not I'm not sold on this Philadelphia team. If they were able to keep Seth, and then they still had Danny Green come off the bench and Matisse, I, I, I would have liked it a lot more. I would have said, you know what, Philadelphia can get that win. But I think Toronto is just going to be too tough. I think them having Pascal playing really well, Fred playing really well, I think they have the better coach in Nick Nurse. I think Nick Nurse is a better coach than Doc Rivers. Yes, Doc Rivers has won a championship, but so has Nick Nurse. You know, and Nick Nurse did it in one year, you know, his rookie year as a coach. So I think Nick Nurse is just going to find ways to contain Joel and James Harden. And look, I'm not the biggest James Harden fan. So that's why I'm going towards Toronto winning this series. I think they'll win it in seven games. I think Toronto's going to get it done. And I think they'll go up. I think they'll steal the first game at Philadelphia. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But if Philadelphia just come out and play super hard and brain them, if Philadelphia do that, they will. They can definitely win. Like, they can definitely win this series. But I just think Toronto, I don't know why. I just really like Toronto. I really like Toronto and everything they're about. So I'm going Toronto. So that would mean for uh, for the second round in the East, my predictions would be Miami versus Toronto. And then it would be Philadelphia versus Brooklyn. And that would be juicy. But before I even go into the second round, because I'm going to do that next podcast in a, maybe a week or two's time, I'll definitely do a wrap-up for the first round and the second round. I'll go into the West because the West is pretty interesting too. So now we've got the 1v, you know, play-in seed tournament. And that for me would have been Phoenix versus Minnesota. That will be a bit of a whitewash. I think that would probably be a sweep, if not a sweep, five games. Phoenix are are tough, man. Phoenix for me are the favorites in this NBA right now. I don't think there's any team in the West right now that can beat them. I think they're destined and primed for a massive, massive playoff push. And I would be surprised if this goes anything over six games. I would go Phoenix in five at best, at worst. At worst. I think they could definitely sweep this team. So Phoenix, I don't want to talk too much about them because I will talk about them in length, in detail, in upcoming podcasts because they're going to be the main team in the West. Now we'll move into the 2v7 seed or the playing seed. And that would be Memphis and the LA Clippers. This will be interesting. This will be interesting. I think that this could go seven games this series. And I don't think it's because Memphis are not as good as what people think. I think they're super good. I mean, super great. I think they're one of the most... Sorry, I've, I, I didn't phrase that right. I think they're one of the deepest teams in the NBA, but I just don't think they had that experience as much. Now, they yes, they did go to the playoffs last year 
and they lost in five games to Utah, so they have a little bit of playoff experience. But that doesn't but that doesn't really mean a lot to me because they're playing basically a lot different this season. So I actually think that LA won't win this series. I don't think they'll win it because I just think Memphis have too much momentum. But I think this is going to go maybe six to seven games, and I think Memphis will just squeak by and get it. So I have Memphis in that second in that first round. I just think they've been too good right now, and I actually think Taylor Jenkins can be a really, really good coach for a long, long time. So I'll go Memphis in that series. Now we'll move on to the 3v6 seed, and this is Golden State versus Denver. This is probably the worst matchup Golden State could have gotten because now they're versing a legit massive center and maybe, I think, the best center in the league in Nikola Jokic. Now, I think they would have rather versed maybe a Utah because I think they could have contained Utah a bit better. But in saying that, if they can just find a way to contain Nikola Jokic, they'll win this series. And I'm still confident in Golden State winning this series, but it was probably the worst first-round matchup for them because Nikola Jokic is, for me, the MVP. He is the most valuable player on any team right now. If Nikola Jokic is not on that team, they are not a playoff team. They are maybe a lottery. They are a lottery team. They are a team that might not have been in. That might be you know, fourteenth to fifteenth seed. You know, because they're not very deep, especially with Jamal and Michael Porter being out. So I think that whatever happens with Denver this season, it's a success, and I think they're going to be tough. They're going to take them to six games. And I think it's going to be a really tough series, but I would say Golden State are going to get the chocolates. And if Steph Curry comes back, they'll definitely, definitely beat him. But I just would like to see Golden State really, really start to click here, really start to get into that deep playoff series. Because I think they're destined. They're destined, and I think they're poised. If they get Steph Curry back, to have a deep run, but it's all happening at the worst times for them. You know, you don't want to get injuries. You'd rather get injuries in October, November than March, April. You know, because now they're coming in. If Steph doesn't play the first couple games, what happens if they lose two, the first two? And then they go back to Denver. Denver only has to win one more, and, you know, it's kind of done, really. So I would say Steph Curry really needs to get his ass back on the court, and hopefully he comes back healthy. Hopefully. But I, I will go Golden State winning that series. Now we'll go on to the 4v5 seed, Utah versus... Uh, I'm sorry, Dallas at the 4 seed versus Utah. I don't see Utah winning this series at all. I think Utah are pretty much pretenders. I just think that Luka Doncic, right now, unfortunately, he's 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 got a strained calf, and that's not great for him. You know, that's not great for him. And and you know, it's over. It's right now the 11th of April for them, and the and the playoffs start April 16th. So he's got about five days to recover. So he's going to be doing a lot of rehab, a lot of physio right now. But if he comes back and he's and he's you know 85 percent. 80%, they, they win this series. I just don't think that they that the Utah Jazz can beat them. I think that they've really found a really good niche and a really good role in their players. I think they're just really, really humming along right now. And they're a team that's dangerous for me. I think they're the smoky in the West. Unfortunately, they're going to have a tough, a tough second-round series for me. But I, I have Dallas winning this in six. I think Dallas will get this in six, if not six, seven. And I just think Luka Doncic is the best player in this series, and he's going to show it to us because I think he's destined for a, for a, you know another another playoff run where he gets past that first round, you know. And I think if he gets past the first round, it's a successful season because if Luka Doncic is not on this team, if Luka Doncic doesn't play any games this series, they get swept, they get swept, and then Utah will get to the second round. But I actually really think that Luka will be okay. A strained calf, it's not as bad. 
Obviously, you know, you don't want to do anything to your calf, but he's not a super impact, like, you know, balls-to-the-wall player. Like, he doesn't really get up and down super, super fast. He plays with his own poise, his own pace. So I think that's actually a positive for him. But I just think that, yeah, I just think Dallas are really, really good right now, and they've found a really good niche and a really good role, and I think they beat Utah. So that's, that's, that's for me, you know, probably the hardest one because he is injured. That's the hardest one to pick, but I still think Dallas will get, will get the chocolates there. So that means the second round would be Phoenix versus Dallas in the second round, and then it'd be Golden State versus Memphis in the second round. Now, hopefully, for me, that's that's how it ends out because I really think I really want to see Memphis and Golden State play because they are really competitive against each other, and I it's going to be tough for, for Dallas in the second round. But you know what, whatever happens there, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is a successful season for them if they make it past the first round. If they make it past the first round, it is a successful season. Because I think they'll take maybe Phoenix to six games. Six games at best. Like, I don't think they'll get them to seven. But I think six games and they'll be able to really, really... They'll test them. They'll give them a little bit of a worry. But I still think that, you know, Phoenix are too tough. But that's going to be my wrap-up of the plane and my first-round predictions. You know, I think that's that's how it is. If you guys have any other different ones, let me know. You know, that poll's going to be up too about the LA Lakers because that's a really interesting take for me. And I might just do maybe a five, 10 minute one on the podcast on that and saying, what went wrong there? You know, we all know what went wrong, but what really went wrong? Because what really went wrong? Because there's a lot of juicy tidbits coming out of that, out of the camp right now, you know, and we've just seen Frank Vogel get fired. But that's, that is our, that is the wrap up of the play and playoff tournament, guys. I really hope you appreciate this one. If you want to hear us more, You can hear it right now in the outro, but thank you for listening, guys. Make sure you have a great day day, and take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys, but most importantly, have a great day.